When people will be struggling, some people will be drowning in their people's sweats up to their ankles, some to their knees, and some will be covered completely with their sweat and they'll be drowning. At that time, there will be several people that will be under the arsh, under the shade of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we had discussed few of them. Amongst them, the ones that we have discussed, one was Imamun Adilun, a leader who is just Shabun Nasha'afi Ibadatillah a youngster who had been nurtured, he had grew up, he had spent his young days, his youth, in the ibadat and the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then we had mentioned, Rajulun da'athu imra'atun dhatu mansabin wa jamalin, that a, a third one that we had mentioned was a person who, a very beautiful lady, a very influential lady, she calls him and she asks him to fulfill him her desires with him, but he says, فَقَالَ إِنِّي أَخَافُ اللَّهِ And he says that, I fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are the people that will be under the arsh, the shade of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Today I wish to speak about another two, and these two are linked with one very important quality. Nabi Sallallahu further goes on to say, he says, رَجُلَانِ تَحَابَّا فِي اللَّهِ اجْتَمَعَا عَلَى ذَلِكَ وَتَفَرَّقَ عَلِهِ That there are two people in the dunya they used to meet for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no ulterior motives and they should gather for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they used to separate for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so for example we are all gathering here in the masjid now we have not come for any ulterior motives we haven't come here just to meet one friend only we came here just to read our salah to meet we came to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to meet ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so on the way we'll meet our friend also. He's always coming. Or maybe two people, they pull together and they say, let's go to the masjid for every salah. Each one is helping the other. They're bringing each other to salah and they go away and they go away from even the salah. So this is that meeting only for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or two students who are studying deen, they go to madrasa only only, only for their friends, but they're coming to the learn the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the way, they will meet their friend also. But here this meeting is only for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No ulterior motives. Then the second one that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa has spoken about is Rajulun tasaddaqa bi sadaqatim fa'akhfaha. Is that person, he gives charity, but he hides his charity. Hatta la ta'lama so much so that his left hand does not know what his right hand has given in charity. In other words, he does it secretly. He does it secretly in such a way 
that he doesn't want others to know what he has given. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about those people whose reward will be taken away from them who spend till manni wal ada. What they do is that they remind people of what they spend. So they spend something on someone, they will assist someone financially, and then they will ask him, they'll meet up with him some later on, they'll ask him, that money that I, I gave you, is it helpful? Now why did you have to say all that? That shows that you don't have ikhlas in you. You don't have sincerity in you. Now both these people, both these groups of people that we have spoken about, one is those people that meet only for the sake of Allah, and one is that person who gives charity and he doesn't want others to know about his charity. There's one quality that is equal in both of them, and that is the quality of ikhlas and sincerity. And this is the thing that is missing today, that everything we do today, we have ulterior motives. We have ulterior motives. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the munafiqeen in the Qur'an Sharif. وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يَلْمِزُكَ فِي الصَّدَقَاتِ We know the munafiqeen, the hypocrites. They were such people who did not have sincerity in them. Because outwardly they would portray something, in their hearts they were something else. So Allah Ta'ala says, وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يَلْمِزُكَ فِي الصَّدَقَاتِ On one occasion, after the battle of Hunayn, according to the riwayat of Behaqi, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu was distributing the wealth. So he's the leader. He can decide who to give, who not to give. So he left out certain people and some others he gave. So someone stood up and said that you are unjust. You are unjust in your distribution. This person was a munafiq. So Nabi Sallallahu said, I am the Nabi of Allah. If I am unjust, then who will be just? There is no one more just than the Nabi of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He will be just. And Nabi Sallallahu face changed also. He was upset at this person. Umar al-Nanu said, why don't you allow me to kill him? Nabi said, no, no, hold on. So this person here, Allah Ta'ala further goes on to say, that this munafiqeen as such, فَإِنْ أُعْطُوا مِنْهَا رَضُوا وَإِنْ لَمْ يُعْطُوا مِنْهَا إِذَا مُيَسْقَطُونَ If you give them something, they're happy. You don't give them anything, they're not happy. That means, they have ulterior motives. You don't give them anything, they're not happy. A true, sincere person, whether he gets or he doesn't get, he doesn't work. If you ask a person, he's doing that work, he's working extra hours also. He's not getting paid. You ask him, why are you doing now? doing it because of that promotion. I want that promotion. So he got an ulterior motive in his head. You'll never find a worker who'll work that extra hours, but you're not going to get anything in return. Very few you'll get. But that person who is not going to get anything in return and still he gives that extra, then you must know this person is really sincere. Because you're not expecting anything also. So likewise also, what is our relationship with others, the people around us? What is our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Ulama have mentioned that a person who does good actions so that he receives reward, it's permissible, it's permissible for him to have that intention, but it's not the highest form of ibadat. The highest form of ibadat is whether he gets or whether he doesn't get, whether he'll be rewarded or whether he won't be rewarded. I'm making Ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether he gives me or he doesn't give. Look at Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, all his past mistakes and all his future mistakes were all forgiven. We don't say past sins and future sins. Ambiyali Muslim Islam never commit sins. They are sinless, they are ma'asum. So when Allah ta'ala says in the Quran Sharif, He has forgiven all your past and future, it is referring to all your past and future mistakes that you may have made. Oh, you may make. 
despite all that Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi should exert himself in ibadat. So Aisha Radhiallahu Anha asked Nabi Sallallahu Allah Taala has, has forgiven you all your mistakes. What do you have to worry about? Now me and you will say, if Allah had to give us certificate, Radhiallahu Anhu Maradu An, Allah is pleased with you and you are pleased with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. You say, all right, now we'll just sleep away. You don't have to do anything. But look at Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He exerted himself even more. He says, Afala akunu abdan shakura. Should I not be a grateful servant to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? That shows now true sincerity. Where you didn't have to exert yourself, but you're still exerting yourself. So that is showing that true sincerity that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi is showing us. Sahaba radiallahu anhu. They have been given glad tenure radiallahu anhu maradwan. They never become lapsed, but they started working even more harder. They have to keep up to the title that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me of radiallahu anhu maradwan. So we also, when we have our link with someone, when we have any type of link with any person, even with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we should have true sincerity. There shouldn't be any ulterior motives Allah is giving us. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in many places of the Quran, Allah uses the word, that in good conditions and in bad conditions, we still do good. Not that now, when things are going good for me, then I will do all the good. And when things are going against me, then at that time I won't do good. That means now you are not, you do not have true sincerity. You're not sincere with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned. I'm just giving you one example to show. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, it's a famous hadith. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that person gets married for four reasons. Imaliha, wali hasabiha, wali jamaliha. Fasfar bidhatid din. Wali diniha, fasfar bidhatid din. That a person gets married, either for a person's wealth. Either for wealth, either for status, either for beauty. But Nabi Sallallahu said that all these things will fade away. Now if a person had that ultimate emotion, I'm only beauty I'm looking for. So these are all outward things, they will all go away. And when that thing goes away, you'll also go away. But get married for deen. Then deen is a is sincere. You're doing it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now even if the beauty fades, the wealth goes away. The status goes away. Whether in good conditions or bad conditions, husband and wife will still remain together. Why? Because they got married for one reason. And that is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not for status and not for wealth and not for So that's called true ikhlas. That's called true sincerity. The first hadith of Bukhari Sharif, Imam Bukhari rahmatullahi brought a famous hadith, that innamal a'malu bin-niyyat. That actions depends on a person's ikhlas. Actions are just like the body. But ikhlas is the soul of that action. If you don't have ikhlas, it's just a body without any soul. And then after Nabi Wasallam mentions about a sahabi, radiallahu ta'ala, he made hijrat from Makkah to Mukarramah to Madinah to Munawwara. He made from, but he made that hijrat just because so he can get married to someone. So Nabi Wasallam said, فَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَتُهُ لِدُنْيَا أُولِ إِمْرَأَةٍ يُسِيبُهَا فَهِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى مَا حَجْرَ إِلَيْهِ That person who made hijrat for some dunya, for some worldly need. Or he got, he made hijrat because of a lady. Then he won't get any reward for that hijrat. Yes, he'll get what he wanted. That's all he'll get. He won't get anything else. So whatever actions we do, we must not have ulterior motives. We must always do for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you do something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the results are very, very good. I just end up with one incident, famous incident, Ali radiallahu ta'ala was in the battlefield. And he is overpowering the enemy also, already overpowered him. 
But at that time, the enemy spat on him. When the enemy spat on him, instead of killing him and getting more angry and killing him, he moved away from him. How does enemy is thinking this is something wrong? So normally you don't, you don't encounter something like this. You'll anger the person, the person will kill you even faster. But Ali He said, what is wrong with you? Why you stopped? He said, you see, before this, I was fighting for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But now when you spat on me, I became angry. Now, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be killing you because of my own anger and because of my own self. Therefore, it won't be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he moved away. And what happened after that? The same person accepted Iman and Islam. So this is, when something is done sincerely, then the end result is something that is very good. But if a person doesn't do things sincerely, then you're always going to have problems thereafter. It will be breaking up of families. It will be breaking up two people. Why? Because the person wasn't sincere at Al-Tiri. Make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala give us true sincerity in all our actions. And the month of Ramadan is coming. We need to make preparations from now for the month of Ramadan. We come close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever actions we do, do it solely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillahi wa rahmatullahi wa Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah. Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah. Ala salaam. Ayya ala salaam. Ayya ala al-falaam. Ayya ala الحمد لله القائم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اذكنوا في السلم كافة ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان إنه لكم عدو مبين ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله الذي وصل إلى الناس كافة بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فيا أيها الناس أسيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا أيها الذين عملوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا أيها الذين عملوا اتقوا الله وذروا ما بقي من الربا إن كنتم مؤمنين وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا أيها الذين عملوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا أيها الذين عملوا اتقوا الله وتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله إن الله خبير بما تعملون صدق الله العظيم بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بالآيات والذكر الحكيم إنه تعالى جواد كريم ملكم الرؤوف الرحيم الحمد لله القائل والسابقون الأول من المهاجدين والأنصار والذين اتبعوهم إحسان رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عنه وعدلهم جنات تجري تحت الأنهار خالدين فيها بدا ذلك الفوز العظيم ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له 
ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصي فانه لا يضر الا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم محمد رسول الله والذين معه اشداء على الكفار رحماء بينهم تراهم ركعا سجدا يبتغون يبتغون فضلا من الله ورضوانا سماهم في وجوههم من اثر السجود ذلك متنوع في التوراه ومتنوع في الانجيل كزرع اخرج شطعه فازره فاستغلظ فاستوى على سوقه يعجب الزراع ان يغيظ بهم الكفار وعد الله الذين امنوا وعملوا الصالحات منهم مغفره واجرا عظيما وقد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الله الله في اصحابي لا تتخذوا مرضا من بعدي فمن احبهم فبحبي احبهم ومن ابغضهم بغضي ابغضهم وخير امتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم اللهم سلمنا لرمضان وسلم رمضان لنا وسلم لنا متقبلا اللهم انا نسالك العفو في الدين والدنيا والاخره والفوز بالجنه والنجات من النار عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروني ولا تكفرون لسيدنا السفس انشل سولس يسوع فالسلطه الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين والدين والزيتون وطور سينين وهذا البلد الامين لقد خلقنا الانسان في احسن تقويم ثم رددناه اسفل سافلين الا الذين امنوا وعملوا الصالحات فلهم اجر غير ممنون فما يكذبك بعد بالدين اليس الله باحكم الحاكمين سمع الله من حمده الله اكبر الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا قل يا ايها الكافرون لا اعبد ما تعبدون ولا انتم عابدون ما اعبد ولا انا عابد ما عبدتم ولا انتم عابدون ما اعبد لكم دينكم ولي دين الله
سميع الله من حمده الله الله أكبر الله الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. <tuh> اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سبق وحبيبك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما سبق وحبيبك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم سبحان ربك رب العزه والسلام على المرسلين